podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the Paddock Blues Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at the Paddock Blues, or you can email us at paddockblues at gmail.com. We're available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hello, and welcome to the Everton... Oh. <laughs> Where did he go? He left. Oh my god, no! <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Paddock Blues podcast. Uh, I'm Jamie, and today I'm joined by Jake, Paul, and Melinda. How is everyone? All right, mate. You okay? I think I'm the only one without a sore head, aren't I? Yeah, I think so, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm on the last day of this hangover, me now. So, yeah, full system. All systems firing tomorrow now, hopefully. Only took me four days to get over it, like. Melinda? Yeah, you know what? Um, I mean, we made it. We made it on the other side, thank God. But that was a really rough uh, couple of days there. If everyone's wondering where we were, um, we had a night on Saturday. Just we had to a say session. the least. We, we had a sesh. It was a heavy sesh. Um, Jake's fault, by the way. Hang yeah. on a minute. Hang Jake, you're plowing us with drinks. Well, I was fault. working, so I had to put my drinks through you because I couldn't drink. So that's all it was. The only thing I actually remember is turning around and seeing Belinda with a wet floor sign. And I went, <laughs> what's going on? And she went, I've always wanted to meet Stephen Gerrard. I was just laughing. <laughs> I was just laughing my head off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we never got knocked out in that Sergeant Peppers. Oh, I, I honestly don't know. I don't know. Oh, my God. I'd like to give a bit of, content, a bit of context, actually. We actually was like, right, we'll have a couple of drinks and then we'll go. And then as we walked into Sergeant Peppers, we seen Somerville score the winner against Liverpool. And the three of us erupted like it was the FA Cup final. <laughs> and everyone in, the crowd, everyone in the place just turned to us. And then when the final whistle went, I think there was just a random guy next to us started singing Spirit of the Blues. Singing so Spirit we... of the Blues, he nearly burst my yeah. eardrums going, woo! Yeah, so, <laughs> then that, so then that kept us out for the next God knows how many hours. Yeah, eight hours. Oh God! So, if you're wondering, that's why we're doing a Fulham preview on Wednesday, and the game was Saturday. Yeah, you know what? We're all well, minus Jake, but we're all old. Wait, Jamie, actually, I don't know how old you are, but we're, yeah, we're... I'm thirty. I'm well past it. I'm well in the day. Yeah. Well, I, might so now. I, might the... Just, I might as well just get off then. We're on the thirty plus club here, so um, yeah, treat your body well because it will not bounce back as well as you think it will from don't go and see jake on an, avoid on jake like the plague on a sesh please yeah. <laughs> <laughs> want another drink paul oh yeah go on lad want another drink paul oh yeah go on then you know what i remember that next time when it when i'm actually buying rounds and i was going <laughs> off for anyone yeah <laughs> maybe but i'll yeah. uh you know be able to get through the week without feeling <laughs> nauseated and like freaking headache wise that way jesus yeah paranoia oh god i'm going to the year uh, no that's a go to free ale 35 quid deal on saturday so sunday and monday's gonna be a bit of a, uh, a tough one for me i think so yeah. i think i'll be it's... payback in the group on on sunday and monday so yeah that's yeah. what i mean if anyone's wondering where we've been we haven't we haven't decided to stop tuning we just couldn't do it we couldn't do it we were just in a world of pain, basically, we're, we're back now. So I, I don't got, think anyone could look at a screen on Sunday. No. Never mind do a podcast. No, I got through work and I was like, okay, that's a win. Like if I can just get through the day, maybe make some toast. Winning, <laughs> like, that's a well, win. I, I went out Saturday. I don't think I got a wash until Tuesday. Paul. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I, I couldn't get out of the shower on Sunday. I was like. I will take any kind of H2O, just absorb into my skin, please. I'm so dehydrated. Like, I was like a skeletor. It was so bad. It was worth it, though, for that Leeds goal, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. you know, we're all Edertonians, but we ate Liverpool. We're not going to add away from it. We ate them. Oh, my God. It was just, you, no, it was good. It was honestly, fun. like, you, you should have seen us in that in that bar. Yeah. How how we didn't get the absolute living shit kicked out of us, I literally don't know, because no. we were probably the only three, plus that random other Evertonian guy, the only blues in that bar. 
Yeah. I, and we were also, to be fair, we were also the loudest. Like, so. <laughs> yeah. I actually I mean, do you remember yeah. going to the toilet and just, there was this lad singing a lead song and I was joining in like I knew what the song was. <laughs> so like, I was just singing in the, in the tune. Obviously, like most fuzzy songs have like the same sort of tune, don't they? So I'm singing in this tune thinking, oh yeah, that's you know, great, yeah. So yeah, that's what, that type, that's what my type of night was. Yeah, all in all, brilliant. It was brilliant. Leads, aren't we? Listen, if Salah had the score, we'd have been bed by we'd have been bed fifteen minutes later. So oh, fucking hell, why couldn't Salah win? Yeah, but yeah, so to just as we say, actually touch on Fulham now. Um, a few days later, um, what we remember, uh, what, we, what we remember, yeah, what we can remember. It, <laughs> it was um, Fulham nil, Everton nil, away from home. Um, so how do we feel about that? Do we do we feel like it's a point? Gained or two points dropped, you know, newly promoted team, or do we look at it and go, well, you know what, the seventh in the league? So, Paul, I'll come to you first. Yeah, I think, uh, I think you've got to look at it because of the way we were last season. At uh, to point gained, we would have lost that game last season, hundred percent. And I think we're the first team to go to Craven Cottage this season and not concede. And Marco Silva's getting a, a massive tune out of them, so you know you just got to take the rough with the smooth, whatever. At the moment, I just. I don't think we're equipped. I've said it last week. We're not. We're not going to win every single game. So, I think we get to about the seventy-minute mark, and then Frank Lampard decides, right, if we can get out of here now, we're a point. Let's get out of here, and I think that's what we did basically. But no, I think it's a point gained. And Melinda, would you say Fulham's away a point of Fulham is it again point gained or? Yeah, I mean, you know what? Like Paul had just said, I mean, they're they're quite strong. Um, you know, they're, they're doing quite well right now in the league. And, and I just think we have to, it, it's hard because we would love for Everton to start having better results away. And, and we have seen it, you know, exactly like Southampton's a good example, but I mean, Southampton. So, um, but I think, no, in this situation, a, a point gained is a bit of a win for us. It, you know, if you were to look at this uh, game last season, it, I mean, we probably would have lost, would have been a loss of three points. So I think looking at it in this way, I mean, I always try and look on the positive side and you guys, you guys know that, but I do hope that with these matches, you know, the lads are learning from these, you know, these away games. And um, I hope we start to see some wins when we're away, but I think in this situation, yeah, they're, they're, they're a strong side right now. So I think taking that point is, is a win in my book. Yeah, definitely. Um, Jay. Yeah. Just to touch on what they said, really, you know, I think I said to you, obviously you might have been a bit drunk, you might not remember, but I said on Saturday, let's just forget that they're a newly promoted side. I hate that. Oh, the newly promoted, we should be beaten. Not necessarily, no. I think, look solely on what's happening right now. Seventh in the league, above the likes of Liverpool and stuff like that. Like, they're above them and above us. And, you know, it weren't like at any point of the game that we think we were going to get beat. And that's what we were crying out for last year. Let's just be solid away from home and you know if you'd have said to me four points on them last two games I'd have shook your hand and I'd have took it so I'm still taking it do you know what I mean game or not yeah yeah, yeah. so as as you just touched on there about the defence being as solid as it is we all know what the defence is about we know how solid it's become do we think we're good enough in the final third to go and get three points away from Fulham because you know Gordon and Gray are just the consistency's not there, is it? They'll have a great game and then not and one great game. So, Jake, would you say they need to be better in the final third? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think, you know, there's, there's so much room for improvement. But, again, I think Lampard touched on it. Um, I don't even know if it was, was it, I think it was after the Fulham game or it might have been before it. He said, we're a young side. Do you know what I mean? We're, we're not going to get a, a consistent game out of every, every game, I don't think. And one thing I'll always remember from being a kid a coach said to me, you're never going to have 38 games a season, not a, a 100%, but we just need to be getting 75% of them as good games and then have options off the bench. Um, so, yeah, I think there's definitely areas for improvement, but we can't get too disheartened if they have one bad game and then two or three good games. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Paul, what would, you say about, what would you say about Gordon and Gray, the consistency of the, the two I lads? Think, I think we're starting to see now why Tamari Gray cost one and a half million. Personally, you don't want to go in too hard on him. Actually, don't mind him as a player, but 
I think moving forward, the evolution of this team, I think Damari Gray needs replacement long term, me personally, like uh, going forward. I think he'd be a good squad player for Everton to have and always have. But do you think we need better players than Damari Gray? But of, I could be wrong there, he could turn it around, but I just think he's a bit bit of a one trick pony. Um, and Anthony Gordon as well, it's just frustrating, but I just that front three away from home, it just doesn't it just doesn't seem to click at all, but Watch them at Goodison on Saturday, hopefully, and they'll, they'll be flying. So, yeah. Uh, no, they are, they're too inconsistent to me, yeah, definitely. But that's what we've got to work with. But we need better, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. So, with that, Melinda saying about they're not consistent enough, how how do you get, I know that's a million-dollar question, but how do you define consistency? It's either a 10 or a, a, a 3, isn't it? You know what I mean? Do you, do you think we need to get a couple of players in that? A constant sevens, and or can can Gordon and get Gray give us that? I would like I would I would like to think so. I would I would hope so. Um, but Paul said the word perfectly, and we've said it before on on you know previous pods. But it's just a lack of consistency. Like just that inconsistency is really frustrating. I'm sure as for Frank Lampard as a manager and us as well watching this team because we know what they're capable of, and it's just like why is there this lack of consistency? Like what like what's kind of going on? Um, I'm going to kind of pose a question to you guys then, because what about Dwight McNeil? Do you think it's time for him to start starting games ahead of, you know, the other two wingers that we've got? So Jamie, I kind of want to ask you that question. Like, what do you think? Yeah, I do. Um, I think I've said it a few times in a couple of pods, actually, especially if Donovan McCarvin Lumens now, I don't think he's fully fit, but he's, you know, let's be honest, he's starting. Just completed Dwight... ninety minutes for the first time, me too. Yeah, yeah. I think it's McNeil good. needs to come in now and see what yeah. that can do with Calvin Lewin. Because I've said that he's a, he, you know, he's a good. I think he's got a good cross on him, and we haven't seen it yet. So I do. I, I think Melinda, you're right. I think it's time for McNeil. Yeah, I think Dwight McNeil was, but I said this before, was brought in for to supply Calvin Lewin. I don't think there's many, but you could probably say Mitrovic could be better, but many better players in the air than Calvin Lewin. I don't think there is. Dwight McNeil can put it on his head. Uh, I'd say another pose another question to you is: Is it time for McNeil and Morpey? Maybe both. That's what I was. That's Sorry. what I was just about to say. Actually, yeah. yeah. Drop the boat. Drop maybe Gordon and Gray. Do you know what's another one as well? And people might come for me for this, but I think we forget. Do you know what I'm looking forward to coming back? And I think it's going to be massive in away games. Andros Townsend, yeah, definitely. Oh, and the reason, yeah. The reason yeah. for it is. We clearly can't break a defence down. We just can't. I don't know what it is, why it is. But maybe he can hit it from anywhere. And that might be what we need. That little scruffy 1-0 where he's hit it, it's it, buddy. Someone's arse, someone's eye and went in. It, it, it's still a goal. You know? I think that's what he gets. And, okay, he's frustrating as well. I remember him last year. He's frustrating. But I think he's got a massive part to play this season. I think he's one of the main reasons he stayed up for his form in the, at the beginning of the season. Definitely. Who was he scored that whopper against like 35? Oh my Burnley. God. Burnley. Do you know that what I mean? That was a world. He done it against Tull as well in the FA Cup today. Yeah, it did. Exactly. Yeah. Gives you that that we haven't got now. I, have I seen Damari Gray or Anthony Gordon shaking on a shot from 35 yards? I go downstairs and get me some points because I just know it's going nowhere. Whereas yeah. with, with Andros Townsend, you just never know where it's going. And I think that's going to be massive for us in the consistency of, of away games, especially. Maybe not as much at home when we're attacking. But definitely in away games. I think it's a case of away games now. As I said before, I think it's protect the point first. Mm. It, I don't think there's an, an intention to go out and win. I don't think we've got the players and the mentality to go and do that yet. But as I say, I think they get to about 70, 75 and saying Lampard decides, like, that's it, we'll get out of here with this now, which mm. I'm not against, by the way. I think that's just a part of our evolution going forward. Think yeah. about it. That, if we can do that say, 12 out of the 19 away games we have, there's 12 points, maybe win a couple of them. You know, you're looking at staying like staying away from the relegation zone with them 15, 16 points extra that we didn't have last year. It, it is, yeah. Like, if you look at That's it like that, it is. So, I know the, the tackers and, you know, we all know what, what we need up front, but we've got to say, the lads at the back are really hard at keeping us in games, aren't they? You know, they're just... That that's solid now. You you go into games thinking we could we could snatch a goal here. Yeah. We'd win games. It's as simple as that. And you know, we used to think, oh, he's gonna we're gonna concede. But I, 
I don't think we do anymore. We don't feel like that. So I'd just like to come to Melinda first and say, like, how good, is, how good are we at the back? Oh, my God. I'm so glad you came to me because, like, I could literally sit here and talk all day, every day, 24-7, 365, about Connor Cody and James Tarkovsky. Yay, she said mm. it properly. <laughs> well done, Melinda. Um, if If they are not going to represent England, I will genuinely be shocked. And I always brings it back to Jake's point on previous pods. Like I'm being selfish. I don't want them to go because Everton, it's yeah, it's Everton. (laughs) We're going to get injured, but um, no, they are honestly phenomenal. Like just the way that they work together as a unit. Like it's just, it, it honestly is very impressive. I haven't, I don't think I've seen that in a long, long time. So it's, it's just refreshing to see. And the fact that like, you know, we, yeah, we have things in our squad we need to work on, but the fact that we have that, like, as our backline defense, you know what I mean? Like, that's, like, if you, if you don't have that, I mean, goals are going to get through. And I mean, you know what? They, they still will from time to time. You know, that's just the nature of the game. But um, honestly, like, we are we are miles ahead in that department where we were last season. It's just, it's beautiful. They are beautiful people. You know, play, play beautifully, and they're beautiful people. <laughs> Put perfectly there, I think. Um, so, Jake, yeah. there's, there's probably one lad who doesn't get the plaudit to deserve, and I think the jury's out with him on a lot of lads, but Saturday he's got to take a lot of credit, and it's Michalenko, I think. What do you think of Michalenko's performance on Saturday? Do you know what? He just, it just epitomised what he's been for Everton. Solid. Absolutely solid. And I've said it since the first pod we, I ever joined with yourselves. He... Okay, he can get caught laughing going forward, but at the end of the day, he's a defender. His main job is defending. And Saturday, mate, he just he, he basically said to all the haters on Saturday, This is what I do. This is what I do. And no one can take that away from him because he was fantastic. And, you know, as you say there, like he, the jury is out on him for some people, but I don't see why. I really don't see why. Like he's got a lot to improve on, but he's like 22, is he? 22 or something? 21 or 22, yeah. He's really young. But yeah, what was we doing at 21-22? It certainly weren't keeping clean sheets in the Premier League. So, Um. (laughs) yeah. I can tell you some stories, but I'm probably not going to, if I get the podcast banned. But um, as I say, he's solid and there's not much. I think eventually, I'll be honest, I think he's going to eventually become a centre-half. And just for the sheer height of him, if he's not going to improve going forward, I think he'll become a centre-half. Yeah, I think he was a centre-half. I think he's mm. centre half converted to a left back. Yeah, so, I think we were trying um, to drink like we were twenty two. By the way, on Saturday. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, <laughs> but just to touch on Michelenko there, um, Anthony is not on this pod, but when he listens back to it, he's gonna be like, "Oh my god, Melinda and her effing stats!" But I'm not <laughs> kidding. Like literally, Michelenko's stats on uh, were just they were brilliant. they were impressive. Like they, they were, were impressive, and like yeah, I I mean, code. And Tarkovsky, obviously, they're stars, but I, yeah, I definitely should have touched on Michelenko there. Um, thanks for bringing him up because, yeah, he, he, he's really, you know what? Jake had just said it perfectly. He's so young. And, and I think that we just need to keep giving this lad time. And we've seen comments come out this week about Frank Lampard and how all the players are just lucky to learn under him and train with him and, like, you know, learn from him. And yeah, I, I honestly just think it's a time factor. For him, absolutely. But he's uh oh God, he was solid on Saturday. He was he's a bit good, isn't he, guys? <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> I think that's what you gotta remember. Think... He's a left back and I know football's moved on, but your main job as a full back is to is to defend. He's a defender. It's just that uh I do when people say he can't go forward, I do feel sorry for him a little bit because he must be worried when he's got and I'm not Damari Gray bashing by the way, but he must think he's going to lose the ball. So I have to stay back. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Can't yeah. go as forward as much. So, Paul, just to bring it into the, the, the chat about the defence, I know it's early days and, you know, the season's not even that Christmas yet, but would you say this is probably the best defence we've had in in Mishiri's era, or if not, for the last few years? I'd say the two centre-halves are probably the best centre-halves we've had since Jagielkin and Distan. Jagielkin, yeah. Lescott, whoever went look at it like that. I'd say they're solid. And with the goalkeeper behind him, who's in the, in the absolute form of his life, and 
from an England perspective, you'd pick them three, wouldn't you? You would. If you were, if I was England manager, I'd be picking them three. But uh, yeah, to answer your question, yeah, I think it's probably the best defence we've had for, since. Yeah, Mashiri. Yeah, I'd agree with that. So you touched on him, and I think he needs a, a, a. He could get his own podcast, in my opinion. But you got man of the match on Saturday, and we we all seen why. He's kept us in so many games and he's made some unbelievable saves. He still doesn't get the credit he deserves, but... Yeah, I've always liked Jordan Pick for me. That's the outside world, by the way. That's not any Evertonian. Paul, what do you, what do you think of Jordan Pickford? Well, I have to be completely honest. I, Melinda knows this, you know, from past pods and stuff that we've done. I was a big critic of Jordan Pickford, but it was never for his ability. He just annoyed me. He just, he did. He just annoyed me. Uh, just get flashbacks of Divock Origi all the time, but I'm past it now. I'm, o- I'm over it, but no, you can't. He's in the absolute form of his life, like I said before, and absolutely brilliant. He's just pulling worlds. He's out and keeping us in games. Kept us in the Premier League, so I'm not going to say anything bad against Jordan Pickford anymore. Yeah, but I don't think we can at the moment, can we, really, no. until he's, he's still got a lot of credit. But Melinda... Touching on Jordan Pickford, do you think right now he's our best player? Sorry, Melinda, you were just having something. Sweet. I was just shoveling a chicken nugget in my mouth. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't see it. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I was just like, oh, it's biting back a little bit. Oh, hold on. <laughs> um, washing it down with some shot of Jaeger there. She's uh, addicted oh my to Jaeger bombs now. Are you kidding? It's my... um. Yeah, my hydro, it's my hydro flask. <laughs> yeah, that's what they all say. Yeah, hot girls have their hydro flask um, buddies. Okay, it's like a emotional support water bottle. Okay, I'll thank you very much for the size of this thing. It's fucking massive. Well, yeah, anyway, we love a hydrated queen because um, I was clearly knocking on death door on Sunday morning. So anyway, um, <laughs> Jordan Pickford, best player. You know what? He's up there. He's up there. Like, I, I just can't say enough about Jordan Pickford like I mean everyone knows I'm like a huge fan of Jordan Pickford but he just pulls out these fucking saves and I'm like how in the world did you get from there to there like it just it honestly that last season like Paul just said he kept us up and this season I mean it was a couple of questionable moments I think you know but I mean I've I've always I've always backed him but yeah he had another absolutely stellar game on Saturday but um in terms of if he's our best player right now I don't know. I think it's between him and Alex Wolby. Yeah, I, I, I'd yeah. say that as well. Alex yeah. Wolby, isn't it? Well, Definitely. the pair of them are up, I think I'm right in saying Jordan Pickford's contract runs out pretty soon and they're trying to pin him down. Yeah, uh, I think I read that. Hopefully get that, that gets done soon. Um, just moving away from Everton with Jordan Pickford. Gee, is there a debate now that he's England's number one? For me, there was never really a debate. Uh, and... You know, I just think to myself, like, that I seen one the other day and, you know, Melinda and uh, Anthony were having a little moment over stats and he said Nick Pope <laughs> is a better, player, better keeper and all that. But, like, I, that's why you don't like stats. Go and watch Nick Pope yeah. when, you know, when they when he was at a crap team. He was terrible. And then look at Jordan Pickford in an Everton side that was leaking goals. And it just shows the contrast. I think there was never an, uh, there was never an argument for me. But, you know, even more so now, because look at him, he's flying for England and, you know, go on on current form or even go on England form. He's never let England down, so why would you change him? No, he hasn't. In my opinion. He's never, ever let England down, ever. No, just... His first goalie since, um, I think he just to win as a penalty shootout. Was it since, what was it? Seaman, (laughs) David Seaman. Since David Seaman to win as a penalty shootout. uh, Yeah, the saves he made, like... Exactly. Oh, my God. Imagine I mean, Paul even Robinson in the final, the Euro 20, 2020 final, he saved that. Jorginho's. Uh, yeah. He saved his he penalty. Saved two, I mean, he? he gave us mm. another, he kept us in it, and obviously, whatever happened after that happened, but he do, he done everything that he could possibly do to win us that final. That was, like, I, like when he made that save, I was like, we, we've we got it. Like, yeah. he's done his, he, he's done it. He's done exactly what he was supposed to do. Yeah. Like, he's just sensational, and... He is England's number one. I don't one, get me so wrong, but these eight. are the goalkeepers in the league, like uh, Pope, Henderson, uh, Ramsdale. Ramsdale. I think yeah. the thing with Evertonians is they go, oh, the crap. I don't think the crap. I think they're good goalkeepers, but he's better. It's just mm-hmm. like, just 
it, there's no debate. He, he's, he's England's best goalkeeper. Gareth Southgate knows it as well. He's just, he has him at the under twenty ones. He has him there, so he he's not going to uh, turn his back on him now. No chance. To, to me, I just I don't know about Jordan Pickford. I feel like he just reads a game better. I don't know if like that makes sense to you. Or if, yeah, he's if matured. You know I'm talking about, but he's matured, and I just I feel like he is so much more well rounded when it comes to like, you know, just processing and analyzing a match and just sort of potential plays that could be coming his way. And like, I just feel like he's a lot more more well rounded now as as a goalkeeper. Our listeners obviously can't see us here, but I was focused on that chicken nugget in your hand, and you were. <laughs> I was just following it round, like hypnotized by it. <laughs> I was going to take a bite and then I was like, let me just butt in here for a second. You, someone said Jordan Pickford, I'm there. <laughs> I think it was James Tolkowski was on a uh, thing with TalkSport. I think it might, I might, might be it's wrong. Five live, I listened to that. And someone asked him about, I think we'll be all, we've all seen you know, Jordan make a save and scream at everyone. And, but he asked, he sort of said to him, like, what does he shout type of thing? And he was like, no, he, he's not just shouting rubbish you know he can see everything he, he's a real as Melinda just said he, he sees game, things in the game and he's shouting at like Coleman track your man you're losing your man or he'll shout up to Gordon about not chasing back and stuff like that so he, as you're saying he's really has matured and going back to the England number thing listen we're not being biased because we're Evertonians if you'd asked us when Origi done that thing it's Jordan Pickford England's number one we just said he's not even Evans number one. Nightmares, so, nightmares for years. That's how far he's come. Mm-hmm. That we're willing to staunchly defend him. Um, just going touching on a bit of a negative now. It's not a negative, but it's sort of Everton. <laughs> um, I just don't understand it, and I can't believe this stat even exists. But it's now been two years and a hundred and one games in all competitions before Everton. I've had a player sent off on the opposing team. Can anyone guess the last one? Yeah, you told us yesterday, didn't you? Yeah. I can't. Do you remember it was? Uh, used to play for Arsenal. Yeah, in COVID. Yeah, against West Brom. What's the second oh. name? No. No, can't remember. Kieran Gibbs. That's it. Oh yeah! Oh, Hammers was in that team, off. wasn't he? All I, I think... when you sent me that picture, all I could see was Hammers Rodriguez. That was like Gibson yeah. Park. Now I remember, yeah. Yeah. Never Billich got sent off for talking to the referee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the last time. That was twenty. That was twenty twenty. Was the last time a player got sent off. Now bring this up purely for the fact that we've. I think it's four, five, might be even five. The red cards. Mitrovic is on Saturday for me is a red card. Yeah. And so is Virgil Van Dijk's on the Nana. Yeah. Um, so that oh, Joel yeah. Linton should have been sent off last Joel week as well. as well. Joel Linton. Joel Linton was his prime WWE moves. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually, yeah. It was like a Kurt <laughs> Angle. It was like a Kurt <laughs> Angle move. Suplex City. Spear. I'm going to put put in the walls of Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> but Melinda, just just to touch on that, I, why why do you think that is? Why do you think it's gone 101 games without a red card? How can that be possible? Okay, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to be like that Evertonian because like you know, but there really is like I feel like there is this bias or whatever it is against us. I just it's it's the, the badge. Like I feel like if it was that situation and you were in a different shirt, it would have been a red card. That that call against Ganagay on Saturday, if and it was any other team, it would have been a red card. And we and you know what we can sit here all day from people of different so who support different clubs and we can hum and haw and argue about it, but that is that's the truth. You know, I've seen the clip over and over again. I've seen countless you know interviews of people reviewing the clip, and some are saying it should be a strong yellow. What oh, this, this damn what? Gallagher? Who that's that's why yellows and reds exist. A strong yellow, it, it's a red. Like I just we don't have a like orange looking card that's yeah. supposed to be a strong yellow like it's it's getting to a point now where it literally is a joke and there is this there there is this thing against Everton Football Club and it's really starting to it, it's pissed us off for god knows how many years now it's always been there but I feel like it's just getting worse and worse and worse and like I mean like Frank Lampard tried to stand up and say something and he got smacked with a huge fine you know, like it's just there's so many inconsistencies in this league. We're seeing it over and over again. It's starting to happen to other clubs now, and then they're speaking up about it. But it's been happening to us for years. 
You might not want to yeah. be that fan, Melinda, but I'll fully be that fan. It is a joke. It's an absolute joke. And you know what made it worse? I think last year, the uh-huh. fact that he had to make an apology to us. The minute that apology come out, I seen loads of blues on Twitter going, yeah, and made up. I weren't. I was like, the, the referee's going to hate us even more now. We've had about yeah. five apologies. But the only club in the, in the FA aren't me to, for them to apologise to. Yeah. We've had about five of them, haven't we? You so. know what? Like, think you're back, sorry. To last season when that Alan gets sent off against Newcastle. That's the one I'm thinking of. Oh like, god. I, I think the first that. one was was it was it Brighton when Michael oh, Keane stepped. And he stood on his toe. And he stood on him and he, he gave a penalty. <laughs> oh yeah, he said sorry. And he beat us. Yeah. And it was like But just going back to going back to what Jake had just said there, like it would be different if okay, you issued an apology from a call that clearly you fucked up. But if you had learned from that and grew from it and then changed the way that things have moved moving forward, it would be fine. But it's just getting worse. Like, it's yeah. getting worse. It's it's ridiculous. There are calls clear as day. Like, players should have been sent off. You know, calls should have been red cards. It's just... And you're actually watching these, you know, matches back, re-watching the clips, and the ref is staring right at the situation when Tarkovsky had his neck grabbed. You know what, what they've actually that? started looking like, at now on the VAR is the intent on the player's face going into the tackle. Listen, I play football. You you can do a bad tackle and not mean it, but it's still a bad tackle. Exactly. It's, That's That was the comment that um, whatever, the, whatever yeah, his Mark name Gallagher. is does yeah. my head in. He was like, well, he, his intent was to go for the ball. Well, obviously it was, Golf but football. look at where his, his, his foot connected with Ganagay's leg. Yeah. <laughs> the so actual it rule of the game is any bodily reckless. harm is yeah. that's reckless is a is a red card. Yeah. So it sounds you would look back to that that young man's son, one and Andre Gomez. Oh my god. He, yeah. Okay. I'm not asked whether he meant or he didn't mean it. And the same with Harvey Ellery against Liverpool Leeds last year. I'm not asked if you meant or he didn't mean it. You've broke someone's leg. Yeah. It's a red card. And they were both rightly red cards. But the thing is, what's it take for an Everton player to get a red card against, like for them? Son's got rescinded. For Son's even got rescinded, so that makes it even worse. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But what I'm saying is, what did he want? Did he, that clothesline from Joe Linton, did he want Garner Gay to go off in a neck brace to give him a red card? Like, remember John yeah. Joe? Listen, they're all springing up, my man. John Joe Shelby against Newcastle last season. Nil-nil, he snaps Anthony Gordon in half. Yeah. Yeah. Go on, we could win that game. We're not. Oh, we nice. don't have to go to Palace. We don't have to go to Palace needing the win. Then even the Palace one that we won, John uh, Jordan Ayew near snap, goal and then he scored, and then scored. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I was stood there watching it, going, "Oh my god, this is this is this is going to send us down. This referee is going to send us down." But yeah, Listen, anyway. even the law of averages says that in 101 games, surely at least one player should have been sent off. <laughs> I think we've had nine in that time. Yeah, I was going to say, off. I wonder how many we've gotten so, for us. I think like them. the average is something like six. I could be completely wrong there. I'm sure I heard it on the radio. We've had none. Yeah, Just Everton, innit? Well, that's what I was just going to touch on, Paul, actually. I'll, I'll come to you for it. Go is it because ready. we're Everton? Or is it just the really bad referees? Because they've <laughs> now got VIR to help them. And how he doesn't say to the VAR ref on Saturday, we'll have yeah. a look at that. Is it because they go, well, you know what, it's all right. Don't I think worry it's my dad. My dad said it. he gave him a yellow card, didn't he, for it. So the VAR is basically backing him. It's like Jake being the referee and I'm the VAR and he's my mate. I'm going to back him up because I don't want him to look stupid. You know what I mean? So it, I'll say, go on, we'll just go with your decision then. It needs to be an independent panel of just... And and just, just sort it out like that because they don't want to go against the mates. They're all mates. So if you make a bad decision on the pitch, they don't want to say, listen, you you fuck one up there. You're going to have to change your mind. They don't want all the fans screaming at them. They're not going to put them in that situation. The whole system, it just... I, listen, we wouldn't have scored last week against Palace if it wasn't for VAR. Just get rid of it. I, I, I'm sick of the whole fucking thing. Just get rid of the whole thing me for me, like... I'll football honest, existed. Football existed for about a hundred years before VAR. Just, just forget about it. I'm starting a petition. Paul for VAR. Hashtag yeah. Paul for VAR. See how far Paddock Blues it. VAR Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> so, just to don't really want to go on about that red card anymore. We all know what it should have been, and you know, 
I don't think we're going to get much out of them, are we? We're never going to change their minds. Hopefully, it comes in the derby when Van Dijk gets sent off. Um, just a, we've been sent a couple of questions on the Instagram, so I don't know whether the user are all right to put these to you. Um, oh, yeah, we um have an Instagram now, by the way. So if you want to give it a little follow, oh, yes. I don't know what the handle is. The handle is <laughs> at the Everton Blues. It's not. Um, it's not the <laughs> <laughs> I keep reading the same. I keep reading my notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually it's at the paddock blues. I don't even run it, and I know what it is. You run it, and you don't. I run it, and I don't even know. It's because I'm reading these. I'm reading these notes, and it's just sending me head west. <laughs> um, it's just with the questions, mate. Let's see what they are. Yeah. yeah. So the first question comes from uh, a young trophy called Finn. Brannigan. Um now Finn wants to know would would you sell Anthony Gordon and why? And I'll go with Jake first. Um like wait to put us on the spot there, nice one, Jamie. Um, <laughs> that's why I never showed you know what again come for me always once. If the price is right, yeah. And it, it it's the same with, with every every player. I don't care who you are, how long you've been at the club, how old are you. Everyone has a price tag. And yeah, is the answer I would. Because as my dad rightly said, when this whole Gordon scenario was going on, we sold Rooney and finished fourth in the same year. Everyone's replaceable. Everyone. It's how we replace them. So if we sell Anthony Gordon for 60, 70 mil, I now have faith that we will replace them correctly. Look at the signings on this summer. Um, if it was Rafa and that, what was his name? What was the, the director of football called? Marcel Brands. Brands. Marcel Brands, I wouldn't. Or that other one before, the one from Leicester, that absolute clown. Steve Walsh. Oh, yeah, Steve if it was Walsh. them, I'd be like, no, keep him. Let's just tie him down and just never let him leave Formby. But no, I definitely, I would I would sell him if the price was right. Yeah. Paul? I'd sell him, but only on our terms. Only if it's the best deal for Everton. Like Jake said, there isn't anybody that you... We're not that type of club where we... Everybody is for sale, basically, at Everton. Mm-hmm. I think there's only three or four clubs in the world who don't have to sell their, player, their best players and stuff. But, yeah, but I'd sell them. But I want to keep them, but I'd sell them only on our terms. That, that's all I can say, like. Yeah, definitely. Melinda, would you sell or keep Anthony Gordon with, with the lads? Yeah, it's it's a tough one because, I mean... I know we've seen inconsistencies from Anthony Gordon, but I like, you know what? He's such a young lad and what we've already seen from him, I think is just going to grow and grow. To be honest with you, I think he's got a lot more potential. Um, Would love to see him grow as an Everton player. But then again, sometimes, you know, you have to close another door, another one opens and maybe he would need to do that for his, his own career. And also too, for our football club as well, maybe we would need to change up, our squad you know so I think it's very situational dependent um but then again you know it, it's it's the world of football like if the price is right I mean the lad is not gonna say no you know so it's all about experiences but I do think we have really good management and recruitment now so if that were to ever come about I do think we would definitely have replacements lined up um would hate to see him go but it's I don't know. I feel like sometimes these things can can be inevitable, you know. Yeah. Um. And the second question from Finn was, it's actually a good question, really. We never really spoke about this. Can we win something this season? I'll go to Paul first. Oh God. I know. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, do us a favor. Just block Finn on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a great question, to be fair. Why not? It's a, no, it's it a is. great question, but... It is a great he question. He follows up with in brackets Liverpool as shit. So, <laughs> I don't think we'll be blocking him any time soon. Yeah, no, we'll, we won't block him then. It's no, a good he's, he's a good lad, Finn. Uh, can we win something? Of course we can. Of course we can. Will we? Uh, don't know. But I'd love to go, love a little... Day out at Wembley? I don't, want to, no, I don't want a day out at Wembley, mate. I've had my days out at Wembley. I want to win at Wembley. Yeah. 100%. I just, but if we won that fucking karaoke cup or whatever it's called, <laughs> yeah, about that, that, that's my, that's my, uh, that's my Istanbul. I'll be gone. I'll be, you'll never see me ever again. Fuck podcast. Fuck all he used. 
gone. <laughs> oh, yeah. off, the, off the scale, gone. <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah, we can, of course, we can. But do you know what? We yeah. might have the right team balance because we've got a good little defence there. It's like, a bit like cup football in it, win 1 0 and stuff like that. So, yeah, we can. Yeah, let's let's have a bit of faith. Look at the draw sort of thing as well. Yeah. Um, Jake, I know you, that question seems to shock you a little bit, but we've never really seen much. Can we see yeah. it now? I haven't seen much. I've never seen anything. 25 years of age, 1907, I was born. Um, so, yeah, nice one for that, Finn. I've only had my heart broke a few times, luckily enough. But, um, yeah, yeah, we can. And I might say this every season, but this year it does feel right because we're solid at the back. And as Paul said, it's cut football. It, 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 let's let's win 0-0 and win on pens all the way to the final. Don't be wrong, I'd probably be, as Paul said, dead by the end of it of a, of a severe heart attack. But at the same time, I wouldn't care. I'd die with a smile on my face, to be honest. So, And a blue fear probably go off in my eye. So I'd be happy. Yeah, we can. And again, definitely, I think it'd be the Carabao Cup because we've never won it. So you're going to say blue flare to go off in your ass, then? No, <laughs> I'm excited, but not that excited. Jesus. Hey, listen, if we've been the Carabao Cup, I'll let one of you do it. <laughs> um, Melinda, same question. Can Everton Football Club finally win something after all these years? Okay, I'm glad you repeated the question. So I just want to make sure I heard that correctly. <laughs> yes, we fucking can. Oh my days. Yes, we're more than capable, honestly. Um, as Jake said as well, I've just I've got I've got a feeling. I've got a feeling, you know, you always gotta root for the underdog. And I feel like, you know, we've been through well, a rough long time <laughs> as a club. But we said it before, and I finally feel like now it's it's back, like it's 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 back in the air, you know, like it's, it finally feels like we have that connection again with the club and there's no like massive disconnect between the fans and even between us and just the club in general. I just, I really do feel like, yeah, it's going to happen. Fucking yeah, 100%. Just, don't just you. you what, Jamie, yeah. yeah I was going to ask you. Yeah. Don't you be getting out yeah. of Well, yeah, of course you can. Otherwise, what's the point? So do you, you know what I mean? If you don't, don't yeah. remember Everton winning and do you just none of you? I was three. I was three as well. I Are was in... negative two. I Are you remember. a 92, Jamie? I am, yeah. Yeah, we were both I was three. sat on the curb on Queen's Drive with my cousin. I only know that because I've got a picture of it. <laughs> See, I remember. I can actually remember us winning something. So, yeah. Did I'm we get an OAP used. discount on Zoom then? Yes, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. I'd love to have been in that position. <laughs> what do you do? You remember much about the day, Paul? Just I remember it all. I was eleven. I was uh, very conscious then. I remember, yeah, just a uh, just a great day, fantastic day. And you think when we, when we won that, I thought that that's the start of us winning more now. And fucking, I look at me face. The listeners can't see me face, but that's what Everton do to you, waiting for more. So I don't know whether I'm jealous of you or you're jealous of me, but. Yeah, I can definitely remember. jealous of you, mate. I'm not gonna lie, that that Chelsea Cup final felt like it. It did for me personally at my age. I felt like that was the day. Like everything about that day was like it just felt right. I thought we were gonna win it then. It's the semi final one at East United. Yeah, that was like, the final one. Yeah, I remember my dad near you know, the the balcony like where the scoreboard is. We were sat like right next to the like the, the drop, basically. Yeah, I was meeting Reese. <laughs> yeah, you were sat with me, mate. You were all, all in a, a big row. Yeah, yeah. And I'll never forget three of our, our lads bumped in. So we were literally just 10 seats with 15 grown ass men and little me and our Anthony and um, Adam. And when yeah. we scored, my dad forgot he had a son and just pushed me <laughs> out the way. And I just remember thinking, Shit, I could have went over the side here, but still just celebrating Jaggy Elf's pen like, like it was the best day of my life. Yeah, I was on the front row at the very top. So it was just, yeah. shit, just a drop. Yeah. I, I probably should have done it then, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> that was just the pinnacle of our life, wasn't it? So it was just like, see yeah. But yet we can win something. Got to believe yeah. we can win something. You have to. You have to. Great. Good questions, uh, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, to be honest, he's got one more, but it's directed at you, Melinda. Oh. Ooh. You said, Melinda, how's your hot Ribena? <laughs> um, it's delicious. Thank you very much. Um, all of y'all want to hate on my hot Ribena, which is like so rude. And all of you who are like, oh my god, you've never even tried it. I'm gonna throw my hot Ribena. Have you? And he loves it. Me, Just me, kidding. That's, that's, me, that's 
That's the end of the story. He let me it. go on to it. So <laughs> it's called a hot toddy. If anyone knows ah. it, it's got alcohol in it though. So it's it's like a med- medicinal drink. So right. apparently, when I was a kid, I've <laughs> actually had hot ribena because it's it's basically a hot toddy with a bit of it's got I think it's whiskey or brandy in it. And it just completely wipes you out when you've got a cold or flu. So what I about a, what about hot oh, vimto? Well, it's the same thing, isn't it? It's just cordial juice vimto. Similar, water, yeah. And then you put the the the, the thing in it. So you put the, the cordial yeah. in to take the taste of the brandy, or whatever it is away, and it just completely. Wipes nah, I'd, you I'd out. just I'd just take that with a bottle of salt. To be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Our older listeners will know what a hot toddy is. <laughs> Trademark. Um... <laughs> <laughs> So one more, then we'll move on to Leicester. Uh, this is from John Stinchcombe, and it's just a very quick one. So last all three, Melinda, starting with you. What's your favourite Everton shirt? Oh, oh God! It could be home or away or goalkeeper. Oh. Okay, so uh, like Jake, Canadian Jake, who was on the show uh, a couple. of episodes ago he gave me like a huge bag just full of like old Everton shirts and I love them all it's like really hard to like you know what though if I, I have I had to choose one it's probably because he's like my all-time favorite player but probably the Tim Cahill home shirt Chang you know like the blue yellow underneath. Oh, yeah. what yeah, year was that yellow in the collar Yellow in the collar, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can you get the yellow? Bit? Yeah, it reminds me of yellow. Yeah. Yellow is the same for time. Yeah. 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 What What year would that be then? That would be uh, about oh, 11, 12, would it? 11, 12, Yeah. Something like that. God, and you know what? Every time I wear that, we always win. So <laughs> I'm gonna go with that. That's probably. Yeah. That's probably. But I also love the black and pink one. The Chang black and. Well, that that would have been. Uh... Yeah. The diet. What to? Yeah. The. Pink lines across it. Yeah, with like the, the stripes Maoris. on it. Remember yeah. the Maoris brought it in? They done like I a, like that one too. Promotion so kinda, with the Maoris, yeah. So I'm, I'm torn between probably those two, but yeah, yeah. yeah. That one's probably my favourite one, I have to say, at the moment. It changes, but... It will. It's a different <laughs> question. Cheek? Um, the 1999 White Away kit, and the reason for it is because that was my first ever shirt. Is that um, one-to-one? One to one on the front. I've got it yeah. framed, and I will get a picture of it, and I'll put it on Twitter. Well, that reminds me yeah. of Kevin Campbell. Does it? See, I don't remember yeah. anything about it. My dad got it. My mum got me. My dad got me it. My mum framed me it a few years ago, and I've still got it in ours. And my dad said he bought it off a mannequin, like off the off the actual fucking little thing, because he never done kids' kit back then. Yeah. That's such and a fresh kit. That's so literally. fresh. Oh my god! But I, get I wish I would have kept all these kits. Now I always like. Bad I live here the I had on the back me. of that one. Yeah, when we changed like sponsors and that, I used to just get rid of the shirts and that. See what I mean? Should have kept yeah. them really. So what would be yours, Paul? As the elder statesman. Yeah. <laughs> Ye old timey yeah. of the group. <laughs> there was a, a shirt that had one of them ones with the, the string in it, didn't he? <laughs> 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 we used to just wear bibs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'd seen Domingo on the first one, Paul. Had. Yeah, so it was salmon pink, wasn't it? Yeah. Everton's original colours were salmon pink. Yeah, was, yeah. Um, there was one in ni- in the nineties. You've probably seen it NEC with the salmon pink and blue, the vertical stripes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably one of it. But my favourite all time is probably fourteen, fifteen. It reminds me of John Stones would have the black in the collar when Roberto Martinez was the manager. Yeah, the Samuel Eto'o one. Like, you had like dark blue socks, if you remember. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think I remember. And there's a few other ones. I used to love the Puma ones when we had Kedjian, when Rooney played for us. Yeah. It was a few the Puma socks were the best. Sounds stupid, that, but the Puma socks were always the best. Yeah. Because <laughs> I used to wear full kids. But yeah, then. no, there's an Everton share from, I think it's, I'd say, Martinez's second season. Was it Nike? No, it was Umbro. Umbro. It was Samuel Eto'o, Eto'o wore it. He, yeah, he come in that it, yeah. season. Yes, sorry, yeah, I do remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a class kid, that, to be fair. Yeah. The simpler, well, the better for me. I like them I like them plain, me. Jamie, did yeah. you say yours? Uh, no, mine is the um, Everton one-to-one shirt. I think it was 98. Oof. Duncan Ferguson. Blue one? 
Yeah. Oh, mate, you'll have to leave this podcast. Get off. With the colour on. <laughs> with the ones that want going across it. It wasn't, oh, even yeah. Roy- it wasn't even Royal Blue. It's fantastic. We nearly got relegated, didn't we? Yeah, we oh, can't really got relegated last season. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, that, I think that's just because that's probably the first year to remember yeah. putting on and going, oh my God, and it was, they come out today. I got it today, I come out and stuff like that. So There's a it, funny it, story it, behind that shirt when they brought it out at the time. You don't remember because you're only kids. But the shirt, the replica shirts they made were different from the shirts the players were wearing. There was like a big thing in the paper and stuff like that. They cocked up all the uh, manufacturing of it. Oh, God. It wasn't the same. Only Everton could do that. By the way. I was going to say, that, yeah. that's Everton, that, isn't yeah. it? That's Jesus. where it started. No, it is a good shirt, that like, but for me personally, that just gives me bad memories, that one. <laughs> I went old enough to remember yeah. them, so it's just my that yeah. shirt. But uh, yeah, that's it for the questions. So thanks very much for answering them. Uh, if anyone's listening and they've got you know, questions that they want answering, just, just drop us a message on the Twitter, the, the Instagram, uh, the email we've got is info at the paddock blues at gmail.com yeah so oh I think the g- in emails there. I think the gmail's just at it's at Paddock, Paddock Blues. Blues it's just the, the gmail's just there's no the because Paul oh, set it right. up and didn't keep everything streamlined so whatever it's fine I mean, forget <laughs> about it it's just paddockblues at gmail.com I am old you know courtesy of Paul Brown so if you get any questions drop them in there I'm sure we'll we'll get answered so thanks very much to John and Finn for them yeah, and if you send any emails to the wrong email address, just ask, ask them the questions as well. They might answer you. Never know. Yeah, <laughs> never know. I'll get Elon Musk asking you. Yeah. Um, so we'll move on to Leicester on Bonfire Night. Um, you know, it's the last home game before the World Cup starts. So what do we think? Where do we see Leicester causing problems or can we get at them? So we'll go to... Paul, we'll come to you first. I think Leicester have picked up now, haven't they? I think they were um, in a bit of a bad state there. That goalkeeper, that Danny Ward, looked absolute garbage, but he sorted himself out now. Uh, no, I think they will cause us problems. Like Madison's, I think Madison's a great player, me. Um, I think defensively they're a lot better now, but we should be beating these teams at home. We've got to beat these teams at home. I think the fans have got a little bit of a coach welcome sorted as well, so very much mm-hmm. go on the match. Just get yourselves down there a little bit earlier and uh, support the lads and but we should we should be beating these, like in my opinion, like definitely. Get your coat on and get moving down to the bus. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Get yourselves down there. But uh, we'll go to Jake next. What were your thoughts on Leicester? No, it's one team I've not really watched much of this year. Um, but yeah, as Paul said, we should be beating teams like that. Um, you know, not doing the old Everton trick of letting the likes of Mark Albrighton, who's not played in four years, score and stuff like that. No, that's it. You've done it now. I've oh, said hell, it. I've, I've said it. Oh, you know okay. I mean? um, but yeah, no, like that's the thing. Like we should be beating teams like that. I think we've got enough quality to beat a team like Leicester. Um, you know, that's not much more I can say about because I can't really remember any games of theirs this year. Um, keep the usual suspects quiet. Vardy, Madison. And let's test this Danny Ward because okay, he might be better in the past few games, as Paul said. But let's get behind him. Let's let's rally him up. Let's see if we can shit, make him shit himself in the yeah, first. Yeah, he's an extra red as well. So let's get the Gladstone to. Uh, oh to mate, him. the first fella's bounced a two pound coin off his head. <laughs> <laughs> hey, other coins are available, and we don't control balance <laughs> unless it's the World Cup fights. But yeah. we so Melinda, um, as the lads touched on there, Leicester, you know they've got Vardy and. Madison and stuff like that, but we've got our own threats. You know, we've got to make them worried about us, haven't we? Yeah, absolutely. Um, as um, I don't know if it was Paul or Jake that had said it. Um, but I no, like I think we should be beating teams like this at home. Absolutely, no question. Um, yeah, you know they may they've made some changes, and you know, yeah, maybe there's a couple of threats there, but I think we've got more. To be honest with you, and especially at Goodison, um, I I really don't think that. If, if if we don't beat Leicester, I think I'll be a little bit cheesed off, to be honest with you. But yeah, I, I do think we should be winning this 100%. I'm honestly not worried. I'm not concerned. I think this is a, this is, this, I'm going to jinx it now or I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> easy three points. Um, but no, I don't, I, I do think we should be beating teams like this at home easily. Yeah. Yeah. Bombing night to our five. Nice little uh, kickoff time now. Well, I'd love night. to go, but my sister is like, hi, I'm going to fly over from Canada. How rude. How rude. 
So I will not be there, which is literally so tragic. It's the first home game I'm missing this season and I'm very distraught. So just kidding. I love my sister very much and all, but like, I want to be at the oh. game. <laughs> it's fine. You couldn't get have... there between Everton and your sister, could you? Oh, I could. It'll be Everton all day, all day. But she would kill me. So, <laughs> um, so before we do the lineups, and I'll come to each of you the lineup. No, we've seen Patterson come on uh, at Fulham, so we, you know he's got another week in his under his belt. Um, Ghana seems to be coming on a lot earlier now. And as we said before about Mopay and McNeil, did them lads now deserve a start? So, Jake? Um, it's tough, isn't it? Because if you're going off, you know, the last home game and letting the front three go riot, if you like, then no. But do you need to freshen up? Maybe. I think the midfield three, I, I wouldn't mess with. I've, to be fair, I've been the one asking for Ghana to start for ages, but... I think Fulham showed that they, they, they are a together unit, them three, and you know, Garner is an option to come on. I think Patson should definitely start. I said that in the last game, but I got told off by a few people. Um, but yeah, I think if you were going to make a change, it'd be Gordon, DCL and Mope for me as the front three, because I think Mope deserves a start. I think he's a hard work and, and he can score as well. And he, he, I think we forget he can't play on the wing. He can't play off Calvert-Lewin. So... Maybe give him a go, see how it goes. Yeah. Um, Melinda, would you start Patterson, Garner, Mopay and McNeil? Or would you start one of them? I think Patterson, absolutely. I think he, you know, he's he's fine to start. Um, Garner, see. You mean like James Garner? Garner. Yeah, yeah. Garner, oh my God. Um See, but it's thinking like, who would you take out to put James Garner in? Yeah, like that's what I'm struggling with. Like, because I do think it would be, you know, good to see him. Like, do we do we rest? Who who do we rest in that? So that one, I'm a bit. I have to think about that. But up top, might be kind of interesting to see a McNeil DCL Mope little moment. I don't know. Switch it up, maybe. I don't know. Um, but then again, the team that we saw you know, at home against Crystal Palace was a really good result. And it's just a gamble. Do we keep that same team? Well, minus Coleman, obviously, then put Patterson in and just keep that because it worked. Was it just a one-off? Or have we seen kind of that excuse too many one-offs now with Gordon uh, and Gordon and Gray? So I do think, I think I would start McNeil. I think out of anything, I would probably start McNeil. Right. Happy days. Um. Paul, before we go into our lineups, would you any of them four lads get into your team? Yeah, I'd start McNeil and I'd start Patterson. I agree with Melinda. I'd start them too. Don't forget we've got Bournemouth next Tuesday. So I think that'll be a chance. Next Tuesday, yeah. So I think we've got uh, that's in the cup. So I think that's when you'll see Oh right. You'll see the likes of Ghana coming in then, getting a a full start. That's true. Yeah. Tom Davis possibly people like that. Yeah. But yeah, McNeil and Patterson would come in for me and I would drop Coleman and I would drop Damari Gray. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would keep um I will be Ganagay and Onana. Ganagay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just serenaded Today. you and all I get is a <clears throat> okay. No, sorry, I was just <laughs> <laughs> no more serenading for you, Jamie. Sorry. <laughs> and I was just looking at, at um so Jake the the lineups. What would what would what would your starting eleven be on on Saturday? And what is what is your prediction for Leicester home? Oh Pickford, um Patterson, Cody, Tarkovsky, Michalenko, same middle three. Anana will be grey. Um, now he's have got in my head now because I'm now sat here thinking do a change all three of the front three. Um, Carvalhoon keeps his place in the middle. Yeah. And then, do you know what? I I I go for a full switch up. I go McNeil and Mopey. Um, just because of what you have said, to be honest, and and 
it's a good job we're not getting paid to do the team like, but being decisiveness out of all of us, but top of the league I, about I, picking the team, lad. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, like every Evertonian, <laughs> then yeah. Um, but yeah, I give them a go because we're at home. There's not not made to lose. Let's let's go for it. Let's have a go. And then you've always got them two off the bench to come on, and you know they're both quick. So 70, 80 minutes. Let's go. We need to chase something. Bring them on. Yeah. And um, your prediction? Sorry, yeah. Shall I stick to me no scoring more than two goals this season then or what? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Don't know I'm not. I'm gonna go three one. Um yeah, I know. Everyone's looking at me shocked as well. Three one, <laughs> I'm gonna go Calvert Loon will get two. And um, I reckon Mope will get one, whether he comes on or, or he starts or whatever, I reckon he'll get one tomorrow. So I'll go two DCL two. Mope one and then Mark Albrighton for a little tap in as well. <laughs> There's always he's like Matt Holland and he'll always score against Everton. Is he is he like forty five? Yeah, Paul is he was he born at the same time as you? <laughs> what's going on? Because he seems in <laughs> he's been around forever. From all I can remember. Yeah, you'll get there one day, lad, and you'll, and you'll, <laughs> some, you'll have some little twat. Some little twat will say that to you. And you'll, you'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Melinda um, what's your starting 11 well someone on this podcast already said it because they stole my idea so I wonder who that could be anyway yeah god I do apologise she's getting me back for just okay in it before <laughs> yeah you totally pied me there to be fair it's like yeah squirm I'm like okay um, yeah so that, that would be mine honestly just uh, Patterson in, and then yeah, uh, keep the mid the same midfield the same, yeah. and uh, yeah, prediction. up front, yeah. Prediction, I'm, I'm going three nil. <gasps> Jordan Pickford clean sheet again. I'm getting the vibes at home three nil again. I'm gonna say, I didn't, I didn't think Calvert Lewin for two, but Jake, now you said that. I, I think at home, he, it's just, I think. I think he, I think he can get two. I think Calvert-Lewin will get two, and I think the last one will be. I'm gonna say Onana. Fuck it, why not? I think he stole someone else's goal scorer there. <laughs> oh, did I? Oh, oopsie! Sorry, my bad. So We're almost we'll... full of stealing ideas on this pod today, aren't we? Hmm. Ah. Mm-hmm. Kidding, so we've I'm saved kidding. the best to last, the wisest of us all. Paul? <clears throat> the oldest. <clears throat> that like was Obi-Wan. a different way of saying it. I'm like the Obi-Wan Kenobi of the group, aren't I? <laughs> um... Does this mean we've got to put you in a home at the end of this pod, or what? <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. Paul, get back in your wheelchair, mate. We'll yeah. take you back to the home now. What time should you got to be in bed? Just because you should never seen Everton win a trophy. Don't worry about it. It's Wednesday oh, night. I thought you were meant to be at the bingo tonight, Paul. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we love you there. I have a few jokes lined up for you there, but they're quite rude. <laughs> we'll save them ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what would be your starting 11, mate, and your prediction? Well, I'd have Andre Kanchelsius on the wings, Duncan Ferguson up front. <laughs> have a salt all in goal. Yeah, yeah, I can remember these players now. Uh, I don't really oh, make no, two changes. Patterson for Coleman and... McNeil for Grey. The Dementors. <laughs> <laughs> the old timers just kicked in as it. Oh, fuck it out. You just, you really oh. just did that to yourself there, Paul. Sorry. This is wrong. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's so right. Sorry, mate. What's your, what's Sorry. your prediction? What would you say on Saturday? What would I'd you, say, what do you think we're going to walk out to? Stick your prediction up my ass. That's what I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> now, 2 0. I'll go for it. I'll go for Onana again because I've gone for him every week and he doesn't score. <laughs> Copycat. <laughs> sure. And um, Calvert-Loon. Onana and Calvert-Loon. What's yours then? Yeah, go on, Jamie, lad. Yeah, same as you, really. Pickford, uh, Patterson, Tarkovsky, Cody, Michalenko. Same three in midfield. Uh, McNeil, Calvert-Loon, Mopai. Is right. Um and two one. Who? Calvin Lewin and Awobi. Okay, you know Is what? That... I was gonna I was gonna say Awobi. Well you never. 
I just always fancy a Wolby. I do too, you know. He's just chef's kiss, isn't he? Yeah. I was counting on a Wolby solid. Happy days. So that sort of wraps up for tonight. Um, I'm sure we'll all be there. I know Melinda's not going on Saturday. She's got family things. If I can get my carer to take me, I'll, I'll be alright. I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm only 38, by the way. People listening it. <laughs> yeah, I think we do have God. to do a disclaimer there. Yeah, just just leave me on all, okay? <laughs> yeah. He's really not like 72. Like, it's fine. <laughs> we'll get messages on Twitter next week. When did Jake's granddad join the podcast? <laughs> Elder abuse. Yeah. Paul's getting invited out for a two for the old piece special. Revenge will be. Hey, I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> I've, got again, lined up. I've got loads lined up for you now. I've just yeah, remembered Paul's known me my whole life. Yeah. I'm like family. There's definitely pictures you can dig out. So, so Paul, <laughs> I'm so sorry, and I love you. It's okay, like, mate. You're not old to me, mate. You're only as old as feel. You know what I mean? You know, thanks for letting me go to the, thanks about about go to the toilet on Saturday. It's all right, no worries. <laughs> you know, Paul, it's such a shame in this, uh, you know, in this old age and just after all those years that you never got to go to Spurs away. <laughs> Such a shame, yeah. isn't it? Aunt Anthony's been to uh, Spurs away. He can tell you all about it. Oh, has he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, we one can of... dream, right, Paul? One can yeah. dream. <laughs> Stick your hot right in it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would. Just, I'll just gladly just sit here and in my youth, in my youth. Yeah. Kidding, I'm thirty. Be right that me, you, and Paul, we all felt about seventy-six on Sunday morning. Yeah. That's valid. That's, yeah. That's valid. If you saw 76, then I was fucking 86. <laughs> I, retra- I retract my statement. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thanks very much for joining me, guys. I uh, hope to see you everyone smiling Saturday at around 9 o'clock. Yeah. So, up the toffees, mate. Up the toffees. Up the toffees. Sports Social Podcast Network. <laughs>